Hi, and welcome back to the Calm Cafe, your cozy home for sleep stories and guided relaxation. My name's Adam, and I'll be your host for tonight's episode, episode 11 of the Calm Cafe. And tonight we return back to the MEV, the Mars Exploration Vehicle, as we venture further across the dusty red planet. But before we get there, again, warm, warmest of welcomes. And I hate to ask, but if you are enjoying this, I would absolutely love if you could leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. I kind of get the feeling I'm very much like the guy who's out in Mars. I kind of feel like I'm out on my own here, which is absolutely fine. It's okay to be on your own as long as you're enjoying yourself as long as you're content with what you're doing I'm content with what I'm doing but I would love to know if there's anyone out there listening (laughs) anyway let's just say I I've got quite obsessed with space travel at the moment not in the Star Trek type of way but actually I have been watching a TV show Um, And if you're looking for any kind of recommendations, uh, it's called For All Mankind. It's an Apple original. And it's kind of like the space version of Man in the High Castle, if you ever watched that. That's where the Germans uh, won the Second World War, along with the uh, Pacific States. And yeah, it's kind of like an alternative future. Well, for all mankind, is an alternative future where Russia won the space race to land the first man on the moon. And it's kind of, it's the ripple effect that something like that would happen. That, like, that would cause. Anyway, enough of my geeking out. It's time for you to relax. So get yourself nice and comfortable in your bed. just simply accepting of the fact that you're now laid ready for a lovely blissful sleep everything's done for the day there's nowhere for you to be there's nothing for you to do It's just you and this podcast and a blissful night's sleep ahead of you. I want to try a technique where we just simply accept our thoughts. We don't try and change them. We just accept them and move on. So to do this, what we're going to do is we're going to count our breaths. 
It's quite simply, in and out through the nose, there's no heavy breathing. But I want you to count one on the in-breath and two on the out-breath. And I want to continue with that all the way up to 10. Once you get to 10, you can start again at one. So let's start that now. Breathing in for one, out for two, in for three, and continue. And as you're breathing, you may have a thought, you may have a feeling, and just accept it and come back to the breathing. That's why we have the counting. I'm going to leave you for a few moments now to continue breathing in and out and counting your breaths all the way up to 10. Don't forget, once you get to 10, start again at 1. journey across the rusty expanse, a Mars exploration adventure. Welcome to the main Mars colony hub. As you stepped off your arrival craft and took your first steps on your short walk to the main airlock, you'll have felt just how it is on this new planet. The Mars gravity tugs at us as a gentle reminder that we're far from Earth. Being only 0.38 g, we experience only around 38% of the gravity we feel on Earth. The artificial gravity generator within the hub maintains a delicate 0.75 g in an attempt to give a nice middle ground between what you're used to and that here on the red planet the hydrophonic garden hums nearby its vibrant lettuce leaves and cherry tomatoes thriving our meals will be freshly harvested a luxury unimaginable on previous missions here. But with that said, there's no time to waste. Are you ready? The Mars Exploration Vehicle, or MEV, MEV, affectionately known as the Red Rover, cradles you in its metallic embrace. As you settle into your individual comfort pod, try running your fingers over the memory foam lining. The cocoon-like seats recline, allowing you to gaze through the transparent dome above. The Martian landscape stretches out, a canvas of ochre hues 
and ancient secrets. First we roll towards Valles Marineris, a colossal chasm carved by ancient water flows. Its cliffs rise like cathedral walls, revealing eons of Martian history. I imagine the torrents that once roared through this rift, shaping the land. Our mare follows the winding path as you press your face against the window. The canyon's depths beckon, an invitation to explore. Above us, Phobos and Deimos pirouette. These Martian moons, irregular, enigmatic, defy gravity's rules. Phobos, the larger sibling, hovers like a shadow. Deimos, smaller and more distant, fits across the star-studded sky. You snap photos, capturing their fleeting silhouettes. These celestial dancers remind us that we're all part of a cosmic waltz. occasionally veils itself in dust storms. The MEV's reinforced windows shield us from abrasive particles. We don't feel a thing. The world outside blurs. A sepia-tinted dream. We listen to the rhythmic hum of life support, a lullaby against the tempest. The Martian winds howl and you wonder about the ancient spirits that roam these desolate plains. We trace the tire tracks of curiosity, the rover that paved the way for our journey. Its legacy echoes in our mission. The MEV's wheels follow the same grooves, a pilgrimage across time. Curiosity's discoveries, frozen lakes, organic molecules, they linger in our collective memory, and we honor its tireless exploration as we forge ahead. Time for a short stop. Don't worry. We have full EVA suits for everybody on the trip. As we exit through the airlock, you look around and marvel 
at the site. Victoria Crater is about 800 meters or 2,600 feet wide and 70 meters deep or 230 feet. It was formed by an impact about 4 billion years ago. The dark spot in the center that you can see is a pile of sand and rocks that was thrown up by the impact. You can see the layers of different colors on the crater walls, revealing the history of Mars, its geology, its past, its foundation. As we continue with our walk along the rim of the crater, we learn that this crater was explored by a rover named Opportunity, which spent more than two years here still see some of the tracks and marks left by the rover, as well as some of the rocks and minerals it studied. We can also see some small craters within the larger one, which were made by smaller impacts. You feel a connection with the rover, which was one of the first to reveal the secrets of Mars. As you settle back into your pod on board the MEV, we set off on our next destination, Olympus Mons. This is the largest volcano in the solar system. Don't worry, it's inactive, but it's one of the most impressive sights on Mars. It rises 27 kilometers, 16.7 miles above the surrounding plains and has a diameter of 600 kilometers or 370 miles. It's so big that it covers an area larger than France. It's a shield volcano meaning that it was formed by lava flows over millions of years. stopped near the base of the volcano and we begin our ascent. The rover easily handles the rough terrain and the steep slopes. We pass by the lava flows, the fissures and the vents. 
If you look to the side, you can see some clouds forming around the summit, which is rare on Mars. We reach the top, and yeah, it's time for another little walk. <laughs> You're now standing on the highest point in Mars, and you feel like you're on top of the world, or the universe. You look down and see the vast caldera, a depression that was created by the collapse of the magma chamber. It's 85 kilometers or 53 miles wide and 1.9 miles deep. You see some smaller volcanoes within the caldera, as well as some glaciers and snow. It's amazing, isn't it? The contrast between fire and ice. destination, Valles Marineris. This is the largest canyon in the solar system, and one of the most spectacular features on Mars. It stretches for 4,000 kilometers, or two and a half thousand miles, right along the equator, and has a width of up to 200 kilometers and a depth of up to four miles. It is so long that it would span the entire continent of the United States. It was formed by tectonic forces that cracked and stretched the crust, as well as by erosion from water and wind.
stop near the edge of the canyon. And as we leave the Mev again, we see to the side a small aircraft. We board and we fly vertically, only a few meters from the ground. But in the thin air, we hover over the chasm. You feel a rush of adrenaline as we drop into the abyss. you see the walls of the canyon which are carved by ancient rivers and streams once again you see the layers of different colors and textures showing the geological history of Mars you see some plateaus and mesas as well as some valleys and gorges you see some signs of water such as dried up lakes and channels and you can also see some signs of life, such as fossils and microorganisms. We fly along the canyon, stopping at various points of interest, and you can see some caves and caverns, which could provide shelter and resources for future colonists. We can see the effects of some landslides and avalanches showing the dynamic nature of the canyon and we see some small volcanoes and hot springs which could indicate a good source of heat and energy it's easy to get lost away with it and start to plan out where the colonists will move next. One thing's for sure, the diversity and beauty of the canyon is awesome. Back to the Mev and onto our next landmark. We move to the polar caps. These are the most visible features on Mars and the most mysterious. They're composed of water ice and carbon dioxide ice. And they change with the seasons. In the winter, the carbon dioxide ice grows and covers most of the cap, making it white. In the summer, carbon dioxide ice sublimates and reveals the water ice making it blue. The polar caps also have some interesting structures such as spirals and pits and cracks. 
we've stopped near the North Polar Cap, which is in summer. You see the blue ice shining in the sun and you feel a chill in the air. Don't worry, our EVAs can withstand the cold and the pressure. Time for a short walk on the ice and feel a crunch under your feet. You can make out patterns and shapes on the ice which were formed by the wind and the sun together. You can also see some geysers and fountains which are caused by the sublimation of the carbon dioxide ice. As we board back to the shuttle and in turn return to the MEV. We've completed our tour of Mars for today and we've seen some of the most amazing landmarks on the planet. It's sad to leave. But you're also more than welcome to come back whenever you want and however many times you'd like to.